This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. And then I asked them, what conversations have they had with their parents? And I'm immediately met with, you know, the crazy eyes and told, oh, we don't, we don't talk about this. Well, why not? Think about what it would look like if you knew the obstacles your parents faced. girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. 
You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Holy moly, it was a long day, like crazy long day. However, I did promise the girls that they could have a play date. So I kept my promise, told the girls, you know, your friends are coming over, we're going to hang out. But once I say it's done, it's done. So we had a whole agreement down, right? Friends came over, mom came over, we hung out. It was good. We had fun, right? So the kids are up there playing. We're having a good time. We give them the 10-minute warning, right? Go ahead and start cleaning, get things in order, because they're going to leave in 10 minutes. I think it was Aaliyah. Yes, it was. Aaliyah came downstairs. She's like, hey, mom. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, Aubrey was laughing so hard she peed. And it was like, all right, just go ahead and put a towel over it, wrap up. And then um, I'll go ahead and take care of it once I'm done. So she's like, okay, mom, no problem. Went upstairs and I'm just like, God, I'm so tired. I'm so, so tired, but whatever. We walked, you know, the girls out, my friend out and called it a night. So I finished cleaning up downstairs, right? Finished washing dishes. And then I made my way upstairs, told the girls to brush rinse and floss. I'm making my way towards the room. Well, as I start to you know, go up the stairs, I noticed this really, really strong smell, like crazy strong smell. And it's like, what the hell is that? And as I was getting closer and closer to the girls' rooms, the smell got stronger and stronger. And it's like, what? why does it smell like bleach? Why does it smell like bleach? So immediately I say, hey, girls, why does it smell like bleach? And it was quiet. And so... I'm getting towards Aubrey's room, and the smell is so strong, so, so strong. I walk into the room, and there are towels laid out everywhere. And then I remember, shit, Aubrey peed. I still have to clean it up. No big deal, but why does it smell like Clorox? And so I I lift up the towel, and there is a big ass circle, huge Clorox stain, like next level Clorox stain. I try not to panic. I try to keep my cool. The girls at this point look scared. I don't know if it was my energy. I have no idea what it was, but they just automatically looked like scared and just like kind of like walking around, like just trying to avoid me. And then I go to the next towel. Fuck. Big ass bleach stained. My carpet is stained. It has big circle stains. At that point, I kid you not, I almost lost it. I literally almost lost it. Aaliyah looked at me with tears in her eyes, crying. Aubrey crying. Brooklyn has no idea what the hell is going on. She starts crying. I immediately run. I kid you not. I run to my room. Run to my room. Lock it. I go into the bathroom. I lock it. 
I was not safe. I was not safe. All of a sudden, this rage came from nowhere, like literally rage. I was so pissed off, pissed, pissed. And I couldn't, I, I, I just couldn't get myself together. And I wanted to yell. I wanted to just scream. What the hell were you freaking thinking? Bleach? Clorox? Why? Why would you use Clorox? I immediately call my sister and I tell her what happened. The minute my, t- my sister says, ah, they were just helping. I swear to God, I wanted to punch her in the throat. I, I swear to God, I wanted to punch her in the throat. It was like, so mad and I felt so invalidated by that comment so freaking invalidated here I am alone my husband's in freaking Afghanistan and I'm all by myself with all of these kids I'm tired I had a freaking play date like they wanted to I did all the things they wanted to and it's like freaking nine o'clock at night I still have to study I'm tired I'm so freaking tired but I can't go to sleep I have to figure out all the bleach that's in the room and the girls can't sleep in the room because of the damn smell. I got to figure this out. I have no time. I got to figure this out. I'm pissed. I'm pissed that Willie is in Afghanistan hanging out with his friends and his Marines. Meanwhile, my ass is here trying to fix a situation. Isn't this supposed to be two parents? Why am I the only parent? Why the frick am I a single parent? What is going on? So I was pissed. I was pissed. Maybe I wanted to shake the shit out of my kids. I don't know. But I was just so mad. So, so mad. And I knew, again, I wasn't safe. I had to stay in this damn bathroom. And I was so freaking tired. I was also pissed because that damn carpet, we just re- we just p- replaced that carpet. Literally. And I fought so hard to get the carpet replaced. Two weeks after we moved in, Willie left to Afghanistan. However, that's the only thing, that's not the only thing that happened. Willie left to Afghanistan, right? And then also... It gets better. Also, in the middle of the night, I heard something downstairs. Walked downstairs to be met with water leaking from my ceiling. Shit. Luckily, I was up studying, but it was like one something in the morning. And, you know, our, 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 God, I can't even talk right now. I'm I'm still mad. Our toilet was leaking. And it was coming through the lights. Whatever. We got it fixed. Um, You know, I had to fight so hard to get the insurance company to change all of our carpet because they wanted to leave mismatching carpets. And I fought my ass off to go ahead and get that carpet replaced. We haven't even had that carpet for a month. And here it is in Aubrey's room, completely stained, completely stained. So I was pissed off at that. I was pissed off at so many things. And again, I don't know what it was, but it was this rage. I immediately, I ended up, I don't want to say I immediately because that's a lie. I ended up calming down. And then I called the girls in. Girls? But when I called them in, there was this feeling that came over me. It was as if my mom had entered my body. Back in the day when my mom used to get pissed, she would get mad. Mom, I love you. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> she used to get so mad, like literally mad. If our drawers weren't cleaned or if we missed something or we didn't fold something, tornado was happening. Our clothes were going to be all over the floor. The dresser was going to be on the floor. 
and we had to re-clean it. She would be so pissed yelling at the top of her lungs. And I felt that rage inside of me. What was wrong with me? What the hell was wrong with me? You know, I'm going to school to be a therapist and here I am having all of these thoughts and emotions. Am I a bad mom? What's wrong with me? The girls came into the room and Aubrey and Aaliyah just looked at me with tears in their eyes and Brooklyn kind of hid behind them. And it pissed me off that they were scared. It made me so mad that they were scared. I don't know why, but that kind of fuels the anger. Have you ever had those moments where you've been so pissed off and your kids, you know your kids are like afraid of you and that's the last thing you want, but it just pisses you off even more? Yeah, that's totally what was happening to me. And I said, Aaliyah, come here. Come here, Aaliyah. And so she's walking towards me, scared. I immediately got down on my knees. She's little. I got down on my knees. And I just held her and she was crying and it was so hard for me to hold her. So, so hard for me to hold her, but I just squeezed her so, so tightly and I told her, I love you. Why was it so hard for me to tell my kid I love her? Why? What was going on inside of me? It felt like this tug of war between good and evil and evil was trying so desperately to win, but I hugged her. And I just started crying. I just started crying because I was so mad at her. I was so mad at her and I wasn't safe around her. I wasn't. I had to lock myself in the room, in the bathroom. And I just hugged her. And I said to her, which was so hard to say, and I forced it out. I knew it had to be said. Aliyah, I know you were trying to help me. And she just looked at me with tears in her eyes. And she said, Mom, I know how tired you are. I just wanted it to be one less thing for you to do. I'm so sorry. Ladies, there's this thing called transgenerational trauma. You know, we not only get our parents, you know, looks, and, you know, hair color, you know, facial, um, facial, oh my God, I can't even think right now. Like, you know, our facial traits, right? And our eye color and the way the lips, our lips are, you know, I got my dad's nose. I totally have the Flora's nose. But like, and my lips, I think I got my mom's lips. But, you know, all of those things, those are not the only things we inherit. It feels like that's all we inherit. But we inherit so much more. We inherit transgenerational trauma. Views about life. Stories. Right? So I was reading this article. And it was talking about transgenerational trauma. And I'm going to go ahead and read from it. The article is called Breaking the Chains of Generational Trauma. By Elizabeth Dixon. Definitely encourage you guys to read it, but I'm going to go ahead and read something from it. Transgenerational trauma refers to a type of trauma that does not end with the individual. Instead, it lingers and gnaws through one generation to the next. Families with a history of unresolved trauma, depression, anxiety, and addiction may continue to pass maladaptive coping skills and distressful views of life onto future generations. 
In this way, one can repeat the same patterns and attitudes of former generations, regardless of whether they are healthy or not. And so what was happening to me during that time of me being locked in the bathroom, it wasn't that I was going crazy. That was proof that I had inherited my mom's pain, right? It was proof that I might have inherited some form of anxiety, some form of distrust views of life, right? And these dysfunctional, distorted views of life. But it didn't stop there. I probably also inherited it from my grandmother. And then if we look back, my great-grandmother. You know, I look back at their lives, and I don't think they were happy. Why weren't they happy? Well, because they weren't taught how to love. They weren't given love. Love was conditional. Love was conditional for all of them. And I'm sure that there was some form of child abuse that had happened for each one of them, including me, right? My mom was so stressed out with my dad constantly leaving and my dad's addiction. And in so many ways, it was taken out on us. And that wasn't what she meant to do. She didn't mean to do this. But when you don't have coping skills and you have distorted views of life because you were conditioned to believe certain things, then our children pay. And I knew for damn sure there was no way I was going to repeat that cycle. But I also knew that I wasn't completely educated on how to break it. You know, as a therapist in my office, I'm looking for patterns. And one question I often think to myself while working with individuals is, how is this person recreating their childhood? How are they recreating their childhood? And, you know, I think about, like, their survival messages. And I know for me, my survival messages were, you can't trust a man because he'll cheat on you. You have to have your own bank account. Because when he leaves you, not if, when his ass leaves you, you better be prepared, right? You have to. You have to yell at your kids. You have to yell at your kids. That's the only way they're going to listen to you. You can't talk to them. What the hell are you going to talk to them for? You know, a couple of examples also that I was given, and I'm sure a lot of you were. This one's common. Don't cry. It's a sign of weakness. Don't trust men. They will screw you over. Don't ask for help. People will see you as weak and take advantage of you. And I want you guys to think right now, what were some of the messages you received? What were some of the survival messages you received as a kid? What were they? And how do you see that play out in your life? And, you know, after experiencing that complete rage, it made me question, how was it that all of that anger came in so quickly? Why was it so hard to fight against it? Why did I have to lock myself up? And it's something most women don't talk about. And we don't talk about it because we don't, we don't want to feel shame. We don't want CPS called on us, right? 
We don't want to feel shame. We don't want to feel, you know, we don't want to admit that shit. We don't have it together. We don't want to admit that maybe sometimes we're not the best parent. And so none of us talk about this, but we all for damn sure experience it. We all for damn sure feel it. And there are times, there are times that we might say something that we're not proud of and we don't know how to take it back. So we stay quiet and we just let it go. Not knowing that our kid is now carrying that generational trauma and she will repeat it when she has her kids or he will repeat it when he has his kids. So we got to put a stop to it. One question that I often ask my clients once we discover that, yes, they are recreating their childhood. We identify how they're recreating their childhood. What is it costing them? And what is it benefiting them? Have they taken a blind eye to it? Or have they noticed it? but didn't know what to do with it. And then I asked them, what conversations have they had with their parents? And I'm immediately met with, you know, the crazy eyes and told, oh, we don't, we don't talk about this. Well, why not? Think about what it would look like if you knew the obstacles your parents faced. I know for me, I personalized so much. I thought I wasn't enough. I thought it was my fault that my mom was always mad or easily triggered. I had no clue she had had her own past traumas. I felt the same with well, I felt the same exact way with my dad and his addiction. Why couldn't I get him to stop? Why wasn't I enough? I know looking for the right therapist can be challenging. However, feeling overwhelmed and disconnected is even harder. Life is filled with several twists and turns, some more severe than others. We do our best to handle them as they come and find ourselves at a loss, not knowing what to do or who to turn to. The clinicians here at Outside the Norm Counseling are here to help. We are here to assist you through this time of need. Together, we will identify your strengths and goals and teach you healthy coping skills. Together, we will develop a plan to help you live the life you want to live. Our team is compassionate, genuine, and we take a great deal of pride in providing an empathetic, non-judgmental approach to all of our clients. It's time you've waited long enough, whether it be for you, your child, or if you're in need of a couple session. We are highly trained clinicians ready to guide you. Schedule an appointment now by calling 951 951- Three nine five three two eight eight. Again, that number is nine five one three nine five three two eight eight. We're looking forward to meeting you and being a part of your journey. I read this article, another article with Mark Wolin. Um, he is he's the author of "It Didn't Start with You," and what he does is he encourages parents to tell your children the terrible things that happened to you and whatever you know about what happened to your parents and your grandparents. They could be the unwitting recipients of painful feelings from the past. When you tell them what tragedy smoldered in the family history, it can come as a great relief to them. 
especially if they make the connection that they've been carrying what belongs to you or to your parents or your grandparents. And I know for me, I ended up doing a um, podcast with my mom. And it was such a great podcast. Her and I, don't get me wrong, her and I do have conversations. But I'm going to tell you, I have never had an in-depth conversation with my mom as I did on a recorded line. (laughs) And the episode is called What I Learned From My Mom. It's episode 116. But in that episode, I realized that mom as well was trying to break transgenerational trauma. But she didn't know how. And so she went above and beyond putting us in pageants, putting us in modeling. She did all of the things, right? All of the things to go ahead and keep us distracted. All of the things to distract us, right? And and to make us better. But the thing is, she went from one extreme her, her, her childhood and what she learned from her childhood to the other. And it ended up being met with the same results. Had she gotten help, had she asked questions and had that supporting environment, maybe then it wouldn't have been passed down to us. Ladies, if you are listening to this podcast episode right now, there is no excuse, mama. I'm here right now with you starting to identify how this applies to you. I'm here with you to help. Okay? So in addition to communicating with your children about your story, it is also so, so important to seek help. You can either repeat this dysfunctional pattern or... You get to create something new, something healthy. But this only can happen if you start to work on you. If you start to identify some of these unhealthy patterns. Matter of fact, I want you to grab a pen and paper right now. Yes, grab the damn pen and paper. Stop complaining. Grab a pen and paper. And I want you to identify what things have you repeated. What were your survival messages And I'm going to go over them again real quickly. My survival messages were, don't cry, it's a sign of weakness. Don't trust men, they will screw you over. Have a separate bank account so when he leaves you, you're prepared. Don't ask people for help. All of those were my survival messages. All of them were freaking unhealthy. We need to go ahead and create safe environments for us. Because by us creating safe environments... We then model something different for our kids. So their core beliefs aren't similar to what ours are right now. And I know for most of us, that core belief is, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. If I was enough, things would be different. I need to work harder to receive love. I'm not deserving of it. I need to please and appease others and put their needs ahead of my own. Those are some core beliefs. And again, those are the same beliefs our mother had, our father had, and our grandparents had, and our great-grandparents had. 
we have to make sure we provide something different for our children, give them a different perspective on the world. So they trust us and they're able to develop healthy relationships, right? That's what we ultimately want. We want them to have healthy relationships. Pay attention to your current patterns. What do you do when you're overwhelmed and frustrated? Do you take it on your kids? Or are you able to process through it? I'm going to tell you right now, a good amount of us don't know how to process through it through it because we're flooded with emotions. And we don't know how to break those emotions down. And so we get completely enraged because this feeling is so uncomfortable and we just got to get it out. But guess what? That's something you learned from your parents. And what they learned from their parents, that's not healthy. We got to do something different. And it might be to a point where we might need to seek professional help. And if that's the case, that's all right. But we got to do something different. We can't repeat these same unhealthy patterns. The more and more we, we repeat these same unhealthy patterns, the longer this will live. And it will not only be our kids, but it'll also be our grandkids. Is that the legacy you want to leave? Not me, not on my watch. It is very important. I, it is very important. I leave a legacy, a strong one, where my kids knew that I loved them and adopted new healthy habits and they connected with their kids intentionally and they lived, they lived and they were able to experience joy true joy and not live in a world of uncertainty because I promise that's where most of us are at. We're in that world of uncertainty and it serves none of us. Another thing this requires is a great amount of empathy and validation. Empathy, realizing that your mom or your dad behaved in this manner because they were conditioned to believe that this was right. Empathy in that I know people hate when I say this, but I'm going to say it. Just like you're doing the best you can for your kids, so were your parents. I know that's so hard to hear, especially if you've come from abuse. And I'm not dismissing that abuse. I'm not dismissing that abuse at all. And if you've gone through abuse, I'm here with you. Hurt people hurt people. And it's no excuse. But I just don't want you to be imprisoned by this anymore. I don't want you to be imprisoned by this anymore. I want you to heal. You are an amazing mother. And I see you busting your ass trying to create this perfect life for your family. I see you. And I'm so proud of you. You are doing an amazing job. The fact that you're listening to this podcast episode is proof that you want something different. So let's do it together. Homework. I want you to have an open, honest conversation with your kids. Obviously child appropriate, but I want you to have an open and honest conversation with your kids about your past and some of the things you endured. If you did something 
maybe that your parents thought was wrong? How were you disciplined? How were you loved? What was the definition of love for you? How was love shown in the house? How was appreciation shown in the house? How was a, gra- a congratulation shown in the house? What was fear met with? And I want you to be honest. I know for me, fear was met with invalidation. Oh God, really, Veronica, you're scared of everything. I know love, love was something earned. If I did well and great with my grades, there was love. If my dad was maybe at his highest peak, maybe I received the love. But that involved drugs. If my mom was in a good mood and she wasn't frustrated with my dad and I was helping her cook in the house, I earned love. The way I looked, earned love. The way I performed, earned some form of acknowledgement. But other times, it wasn't acknowledged. So that just meant I had to try harder and do more. Mm -mm. That's so untrue. I want my kids to know that they're loved no matter what. On their good days and their not so good days. But by having conversations, honest conversations with my kids, they have a better understanding of maybe why I am the way I am. And why it's so important for me to change it. And why I might apologize to my kids sometimes for maybe acting out of line. And yes, I have apologized to my kids. I recognize when maybe I took something a little too far. And I'm honest and open with them about it. Because it's important. It's important my kids don't feel like they're not enough. Have an honest conversation with your kids. You might want to have this conversation with your husband first. And have conversations about how they were loved, how they were rewarded, you know, how they were met if they were afraid. How did their parents meet them if they were scared or had an issue? That's a really important conversation to have with your husband. And then you guys get to both have a family evening conversation, right? And just talk about it and let them ask questions. The next thing, if you realize that you are struggling with adopting new habits, or hell, you don't even know what those habits are, mama, reach out to me. I'm here. If you're looking for parent coaching, I got you. If you're struggling with anxiety or depression, I got you. I have a whole team waiting to go out and help you. You can contact our office. You will be met with Deborah, who is my assistant. You will contact our office, my number, to our office. The number to our office is 951-395-3288. Again, 951-395-3288. Or you can go to our website, OutsideTheNormCounseling.com. And you could go ahead and review our website, review who we are, get to know some of our clinicians. But if you find yourself in this state where you definitely need help because you're struggling with depression, anxiety, or both, or more. Mama, it's okay. It is absolutely okay. It is so important to get the help you need. I believe everybody in this world needs therapy. Everybody needs therapy. And if that's where you're at, that does not mean that you're less than. It means that you are capable of doing more. It means that you are 
courageous, and I admire that courage. Okay? But do not wait. Do not wait. We can all change. It's a process. And I'm looking forward to going through that process with you. Do your homework. Have conversations. Let's stop the dysfunctional cycle of transgenerational trauma. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl game. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. 
I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. 
from ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.